0: Hello everyone and welcome back to series two of the Mummy Means Business podcast. Um, today on the podcast I'm joined with my son who's moaning, moaning, so if you hear anything in the background it's probably just him wanting to play, so just ignore that. Um, but we're going to jump straight into it and I am joined by the lovely Raquel. So I've known Raquel for many, many years, she's been um, one of those mums who is just very um, inspirational. She's very articulate, she knows she knows Who she is and she's um, Someone who really I've really looked up to She gives the best advice She's someone who you can literally go to about anything And she'll give you her honest opinion And she won't be around the bush And that's something I've really respected about her um, So when I was thinking of um, a podcast I actually put out a message on Instagram And she came back And I loved her responses And the things that she was saying And it's is exactly what I was thinking So I thought it would be great to have her join um, So So a she's a mum, she's a wife and she's got three beautiful children and um, today we'll be discussing um, mostly about the pressures of providing financially towards household bills or anything um, in regards to the house whilst being a stay-at-home mum. So welcome, welcome Raquel, thank you so much for coming on board.
1: Thank you for having me
0: um so firstly before we kind of jump straight into the specific topic I wanted to find out how the motherhood journey has been for you um like are you the mum that you thought you were gonna be before Uh. you had children oh wow um no I don't think so I mean I had
1: (laughs) all sorts of plans and hopes but I think just as you add children and just life it it just changes. Everything changes. Um, everything is is a roller coaster. Um, yeah. So it's it it, it it has been a roller coaster ride.
0: <laughs> In terms of like even little things like disciplining your kids or the friendship and the bond you have with your kids, did you even ever expect that that will? Because I know I see on Instagram where you post about you and your daughter and how you say that she's your future best friend. And I just love that because um, obviously that's, that's your first girl and that's going to be your future best friend. Did you ever expect that you have such a bond with, um, with your child?
1: Um, you know, I, I, di- I, I did. I had hope for especially um, the relationship with my daughter because my mom's relationship and mine is so strong. And through the years, I mean, she was strictly mom growing up and that's what I tell my daughter Grace is. I am. I am here to listen to you and everything. But I am strictly mom. But I know that in the future, that all now evolves into a beautiful friendship. And that's why I always say my future bestie,
0: because she knows I'm not her bestie right now. <laughs> but soon, soon she'll be.
1: Soon, yep, that's right.
0: Um, and before you had children, what kind of career were you um, into, or what what kind of career were you pursuing before you had your kids?
1: So I was going to school for marketing, everything to do with marketing. Um, What I had a passion for was more so advertising and just the whole world that comes with, you know, advertising. And um, I was going to school for it. And I did drop out in my last year only because I knew, okay, I was already about to get married. And I said to myself, probably within two years, I'm going to start having kids, so I'm only going to be using not even a year of of it by the time, you know, I graduate and all that. And I said, you know, it's something I'll pick up later on um, once, you know, my kids are big enough and they don't need me at home. Um, but that was something that was in my mind, you know, um, I think probably from about 17 that I said to myself, okay, once I have my kids, um, I'll be home with them, you know, whatever sacrifice I have to make. And, um, so I didn't actually get to work in that field, but what I was doing while I was going to school, um, putting myself through school was, um, I was a nanny for a beautiful family, uh, with three boys. And I think that is actually what, um, really pushed me and really made me, uh, be firm on this, uh, I will be home with my kids
0: mentality. So you already knew even before you had your kids you already knew that once you had your family that that will be your focus and you're going to make whatever sacrifices that's needed to make sure you you know you raise them yourself rather than you know have nannies and nurseries and stuff yeah most definitely I mean that was one of the the selling
1: points when uh when uh David approached me about dating it, it wasn't going to happen if um if he wasn't willing to uh, have me at home with the kids. It's not because I didn't like to work. I mean, I loved working. I loved earning money and I love spending it. <laughs> but um, it was it was more so I knew the importance for me um, to be at home with my kids. So it was definitely one of those things where if he wouldn't have been on board, the relationship wouldn't have gone any
0: further that's weird because my situation is even the opposite like i remember um while we were dating maybe engaged my husband spoke to me and said you know if when we have kids i would like if you can stay at home and i'm such a i wouldn't say workaholic but i really like to have something for myself i think it's something that my mom my mum put that in me like i know it's something it's something that is not a good thing but it's something that stayed with me that i need to kind of shake off but she put in me like don't rely on a man like do something for yourself have an education have a name have some money coming in for yourself so you don't so you're not 100% relying on him so if anything happens between your relationship it's not like you have nothing almost so I've always had that at the back of my mind which I know I shouldn't but it's you know when something is instilled in you for how many years it's so hard to shake off it's not it's not so bu- so much a bad thing though because um
1: you know, my mom, with me growing up, she would say things to me, I think probably when I was about 17, 18, she said, um, learn a trade. She goes, yeah, go, go for your career. Definitely. But learn a trade, learn something that can just give you a side hustle. Yeah. Because, um, she's like, when you have kids, if you do decide to stay at home with them, you need something that is bringing in money. You need, um, just for your own spending money, even if it's not to help, it does even help for you to have your own spending cash where if you went out for a coffee, that doesn't affect any of the home budgets. Um, And I took that advice for granted and it's not till later on now that, you know, (laughs) I'm on this boat that I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to make things happen for myself and um, just to have more financial freedom. But no, it is, it's a good thing to want to um, bring in money It's just that you have to, in my opinion, you have to kind of, you know, weigh, okay, what, what will suffer? Okay. So how much time is this going to take? You know, those kind of things. Yeah.
0: So do you have any side hustles? Like I know you said, you know, now you're thinking, oh, I should have kind of got into that as early, but is there anything now, any businesses that you're starting off that's actually providing some sort of income for just for yourself?
1: Yeah. For now, uh, for right now, as of right now, what I have going on is, um, tutoring. So, I homeschool my children. So I take them to a homeschooling community and um, I get paid to be one of the teachers there. And also I stay, even after my kids are done, I stay a further two hours and I teach a Spanish and an art class and um, and I get paid separately for that. And then I also do Spanish tutoring on the side. And, you know, that it, it goes a long way. Um, that is just extra money, you know, that eye pocket that, you know, sometimes I'll buy stuff for the house or whatever with it. And I am working on two other projects that are going to be a surprise to coming up soon. So, you know, keep your eye out for that one. Yeah. But we that that's our plan is to just have multiple streams of income just as a household not just yeah. me, just as a household yeah
0: but in, in terms of what you're doing specifically you know the funds that you get from it um is it most does that mostly what would you is that mostly just for you and the kids or would you actually put that towards any bills because even even while I was on maternity leave I had some you know things that I was doing on the side but I just felt that it was to you know, some things, there's some luxuries that I still want and I don't want to have to burden my husband. Yeah. You know, even little things like getting your hair done or even like even going out with my friends um, and going out for a meal and stuff like that. And I know that I'm not saying that he won't give it to me, but I just don't want to keep burdening like, oh yeah, I want this, I want that. So some of the, the side hustles I have is just for me to just enjoy those little luxuries without having to add that on top. So how does how does yours um does is that what yours goes towards or do you actually um put that towards any household bills?
1: No, I don't put it towards household bills. Um, David's got that you know pretty much covered.
0: Um, even the
1: kids. Um, you know we have we we function in budgets in this house like strict budgets, and he he has a budget for the children, and you know if they need anything or just even their own outing comes out of there. But when it came to that money, um, no, I've I've used it for myself. I've used it for, um, yeah, going out with my friends or if I needed something, uh, just pretty much that. I don't really – it's not money we depend on for yeah. any of our other budgets per se.
0: But do do you think you know as a stay? I was actually wait. I was watching something on Good Morning Britain, and it was with Um Amir Khan's wife, and I think one of the women from Sugar Babes, and they were basically having a debate on whether stay-at-home mums should get a salary, whether it's from their husband or from the government in general, but just um some income because obviously, I think I think there's a I think there's not a lot of um credit that goes to what women do in terms of raising their kids and in terms of on the government side is helping them a lot like it's taking them away from it's giving them the opportunity to be with their moms to be with a parent um and some some of that can have an effect on their future development in their future life etc so they'll, t- they'll basically debate you know whether stay-at-home mom should get some sort of income and salary um what are your thoughts on that do you think it's something that you know should be they they should be paid for or do you think it's something that it, it shouldn't even be um put in like there shouldn't be any money that goes towards that i think um you know for me i know okay
1: i've had i have a 7 year old a 5 year old and a 3 year old and if i would have taken money from the government for them for nursery and things like that you know that's i've i've saved them I've saved them quite a bit of money. Um, So if there was some sort of allowance that they give stay-at-home moms, I mean, that would be great. But I don't think it would be very realistic considering all the weight the government has on them now. But when it comes to a husband, um, for us, again, every household is different. For us, um, you know, I do get something monthly. But that's changed in different seasons. So you have to understand that. Like, this isn't for someone to hear and then go to their husbands and be like, see, babe, look, you you don't give me anything. And so-and-so is getting, you know, 100 pounds a month or 200 pounds a month or whatever. Um, It's just different seasons. There's been seasons where, you know, I know that all our needs are met and, you know, just different things are met. And if I need something, then, you know, uh, and we don't have you know monthly allowance for me that month because of how finances have worked out i know that you know david will do his best to make a budget for it and make it happen um you know whether it's the following week or when I, or whenever he's very good at that but um you, it's just having the patience to understand that there are different seasons if you can as a husband um and you have the, the finances for it to bless your wife who stays at home uh that is incredible because it is a complete full-time job that you don't get a break from. Um, it's very difficult. It's not, it's not the easy way out. I mean, I've, I've had people make comments to me, like saying, is it because you don't like to work? No, I personally love to work. Um, but it's just something I'm willing to sacrifice for this period. Um, so just understanding the season, like this season, I, I may not have an allowance or I may, um, but just, you know, having an understanding with your spouse when it comes to that, uh, but it is it is a good thing. It is because it, you know, it's it's a way of showing appreciation.
0: It's true, because um, before I had my son, before I had Xavier, we 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 had a budget and we did have allowances. And it was easier to have an allowance where, you know, even my husband had an allowance for himself that he would spend, you know, a certain amount on, you know, whatever he wants. That includes, you know, going out or getting whatever clothes, trainers, you know, he has an obsession with trainers. So we had to put a budget to that. (laughs) Um, And then myself, I had an allowance as well. But because I was because I had an income, it was easier to, you know, be a bit not reckless, but, you know give yourself and the amount that you know that you can um that you know you can enjoy and not not be tight on anything like you I can easily go out or I can buy this dress or buy that and not feel away but now with Xavier and we've had so many additional um expenses that has come in. like you said it is a season and the the kind of allowance aspect for myself I had to kind of just go out the window and I have to really just be very frugal with everything that I that I have and I spend so I think with that like that's why that's why I, that's why I desperately want to go back to work I know it's really really selfish of me but uh, it's like I can't I know it's really bad but it's little things like oh I want I want to have this but I, I can't have it I want to get this but I can't get it because I'm not there's no income I'm not getting any money I'm on maternity leave at the moment and I'm not getting paid anymore so there's is literally just one income um, so you are right about the whole, you know, it's, it actually all depends on the season. But also I think you saying that it's not a cop out, like you staying at home, it's actually a diff- more of a difficult decision than it is to go to work. It is so true because I've been even battling with this about, you know, whether I should go back or go back full time or et cetera. But it's so much easier. I know it's really bad to say, but it's so much easier just to put him in nursery for four days a week and go to work, and get that break, and then come back, and then, you know, fulfill the mum duties, but the negative side to that is even what one of my other podcasts with um, Auntie Inka, that she was saying, is that you don't get the good times with your kids, you only get the really crappy times when they're about to go to bed, when they're really tired, and you don't really get to enjoy your children, so those are like kind of the pros and cons, but what what was the you know, when you were younger, you said, "You know, this is the decision I'm going to stay at home." Um, when you had the kid, when you had um your first child, was it an easier decision, or was it still quite a tough decision?
1: No, I think it, once I had Grace, it was it was it was easy. I mean, it wasn't even. We just knew automatically that that's what would happen. Um, more so, like you know, like I said, I had nannied. I nannied, you know, for that family for about five four years, nearly five years. Um, and I was there for all the key stages. Uh, I was there for, you know, the pickup line at school and I would hear about their day and I would do their homework with them. And I potty trained and, you know, I, all, all the, all the first days I was there, all the, you know, highlight moments. Um, it was me in the pictures or it was me taking the pictures. Um, and even though the parents were very involved and very, you know, as as much as they could be for two people with very successful careers, um, and you know, they they did the best for their kids. For me, I was just so used to in my, you know, in my growing up, my mom was there. Um, funny enough, that I said the whole thing about a side hustle. Uh, when people have always asked me, I said, "Yeah, I grew up in a household where my dad went to work and my mom was a full time mom." But as a child, I never noticed that my mom was waking up at five and four in the morning to go and clean a pub at our in our um, on our high street, uh, and she would be back home by seven thirty to wake us up for school, make us breakfast, and send us off to school. Um, I didn't even notice, even though I knew my mom was in was a, a babysitter. All the little neighborhood children would get dropped off early in the morning at my house. It just felt like I don't know. Growing up, you're just oblivious to what's going on. Um, And these are all sacrifices that she made so that she could 100% be there for us. She's the one who greeted me when I would, you know, come home running from school. And that's exactly what I wanted for, for Grace and, you know, for the rest of my children was to just have me there full time. And it didn't, by the time I had Grace, it just didn't feel like a sacrifice. It just felt like, okay, this is the right thing for us. And this is the, you know, the model we've shaped our family after to just be at home um and yeah and so it didn't for us it just didn't feel for me it didn't feel like a sacrifice anymore by that by that stage but I mean that does change in seasons don't get me wrong yeah yeah you know there's times where look I'm human I I spend all day with my kids like I said I even homeschool them so uh sometimes like you know people going to an office and just being in the city and just having something different to do looks very attractive (laughs) Yeah, But but it's just, you know, you have to kind of keep going back to, okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? And that that happens to me with homeschooling as well. There's days where I'm just like, why am I doing this to myself? But I just have to recalibrate and say, okay, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it does definitely help for the next morning. So it's, again, it's seasonal. And it's difficult both ways, I think, you know, being at home and working. Um, Just... all the challenges that come with it I think at the end of the day just parenting in general is tiring and it's consuming and it's draining it's wonderful (laughs) but it's all those things as well yeah definitely and I think it would it would affect me either way
0: you know you're actually you're right you're right because even my mom as well like even though she my mom was present so I knew that she was working she was working crazy hours, sometimes night she'll work um, night shifts and the next day she'll work morning shifts. But she always, always made time to make memories with us. So it's not so she really, really made sure that she did both. Even though you knew that she was exhausted, she was tired, but she was never not around. And she was never not there. And is what you're saying, it's kind of like the side hustles that you realise that they do when you get older. But when you're young, all you do, all you see is them just being around. So, so you don't realize everything that they're doing behind the scenes. But um, has there been a time, you know, since having kids, that you've ever felt pressure? Whether it was whether it was the pressure that you put on yourself, you know, to contribute something. Has there been like a hard time where you felt like you know what, like I need to contribute something, you know? Because I'm like right now um we had to move, we had to move house and my husband and I, because obviously with Xavier our house became smaller. When when kids stuff. Uh, like a a house that might seem big for just two people when you have a child it just seems all of a sudden so small so yet his stuff literally took over completely over and obviously we had to move and it was during the period that I'm not working I'm not getting any money and even though my husband was like it's fine like don't even worry I've got everything and he's never ever given me any he's never ever put any pressure on me or given me a reason to even think Anything, I put the pressure on myself to put to give something, and if it's even if it's like twenty pounds, even I know it's not gonna make a dent, or even ten pounds, or even if it's like buying my son's food, like something, and he's always like relaxed, like it's fine, it's fine, I've got it. But it's I think it's the mentality, like what what I go back to, to always wanting to provide something, even though I know, you know, I don't need to. I just have that at the back of my head. Have you ever gone through that?
1: Yeah, most definitely. I think even especially when times are harder is when you feel the pressure. Um, I've, you know, there's been times when I remember having Jael as a baby and I think we were living in Chesington at that time. And we knew, OK, things were tight. And I was thinking, OK, how can I, you know, and this was not pressures at all put on by David. Like, you know, he's just, he just wants his kids well looked after and, you know, that, that kind of stuff. He's, he doesn't, he didn't expect this from me, but I was thinking, you know, what can I do? You know, I'm looking at like Sainsbury's and Tesco jobs at night and I'm thinking, okay, maybe if, you know, if, if I pump, because I was breastfeeding at the time, if I pump and then, you know, just leave some milk for him and all that. And then, you know, it's, it's almost like at that same moment, again, I had to recalibrate and say to myself, wait, I could go and do a night shift, but how am I going to be the next morning to, you know, once they both wake up and they're 100% my responsibility again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, at that time, I think Grace was just, I was just starting to do a little bit of homeschooling with her as well. And um, <clears throat> just how, how is this, how am I even going to function properly for them? It's already hard enough to be breastfeeding constantly. Um, And then I had to just kind of say to myself, okay, you know what? Now this, again, it's a season and I need to just do what I need to do and make things run as smooth as possible at home so that, you know, it can be smooth for, for David and for the children. So every time I do feel the pressure, I mean, for example, now I, yeah, I am trying to make things happen on the side. But um, it's more so because, you know, I've come to an understanding that you should have, you know, different money coming in. And and it's okay to just not, you know, not live tight and all that. But, yeah, I, I battle it all. You know, I've battled it many times where I'm just like, okay, maybe I should do something to help. But then I have to keep reminding myself, wait, what time are you going to do it? Look at everything else you're already doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, where are you going to actually fit this? um, something's going to have to give. So I have to constantly remind myself, what am I not willing to sacrifice? Yeah. And then, you know, whether it's two hours here and there, like I have a tutoring session on Fridays now, um, that I do for one hour. So I know I come out of the house for about, you know, an hour and 45 minutes, but I know that, you know, we have homeschooled before then we have, you know, done certain things. I have, kept the house clean you know I've made sure they were lunch was left for them and different things like that so it's finding ways of doing it without the sacrifice I guess you could say without sacrificing was important but yeah I've I've felt pressure time and time again but put on by myself and I just have to remind myself you know what no you're doing a good job yeah um just keep doing what you're doing. What I'm doing requires 24 hours. So, <laughs> you know, when am I going to actually fit something? And just finding wise ways of doing it, making money while the other side doesn't suffer.
0: And do you feel like now you've you've definitely found the balance? Like, what is the key to having that kind of balance where you can have your side hustle, but your you know your role as a mom doesn't suffer?
1: Yeah, it's understanding really what you know, you are not willing to sacrifice. Um, I said, it's funny cause I just had this conversation with David this week and I said, okay, if, if I'm bringing in a certain amount of money, um, a month, uh, for whatever side hustle I'm doing, um, even though, you know, for people who know me, I, I enjoy cleaning and it is one of the first things that I would actually hire someone out to do is actually to clean my house then. And just so that I can spend more quality time with my kids, because I'm not the one thing that I'm not willing to sacrifice or to have someone fill my shoes in is the side with my children, the household stuff. I'd I'd be willing to do that. So it's just saying like having the right balance of saying, okay, you know what, if if I am going to devote more time to a side hustle, what is going to suffer? And then just prioritizing that. For example, my kids won't, but my household may. So let me just get a cleaning lady or, you know, let me, let me, you know, whatever, whatever I have to do is what I'm saying. Like, so that that area doesn't suffer. So I think now, you know, whilst before, if you would have asked me this question five years ago, I would have said, No one's cleaning my house. You know, I took pride in cleaning my house. I would have been like, Look, I'm Hispanic. We don't have people clean (laughs) our (laughs) houses. You know. I would have said we're the ones who clean people's houses. (laughs) Like I would never this 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 would be like shameful to even say, Oh what, you have a house cleaner. But as the years have gone, I'm I'm starting to learn that you know what? It's it's having things, you know, prioritizing things. And my kids and you know the attention my husband's getting and everything that needs to come first um if I'm bringing in more money then yeah I am going to hire a house cleaner you know and just having a balance of okay what's what um always knowing okay what am I not willing to allow to suffer and I think like that that way you can kind of just put your your thoughts in order better
0: it's good you have to just prioritize what's more what's the most important thing to you basically? that's right yeah but yeah thank you so much for being on this podcast um it's actually been really great having talking to you because you know sometimes you see people you and you, you go through things and you think oh will they go through the same thing and when you hear their stories like oh actually i've been through exactly the same thing so it almost humanizes everyone rather than just you know saying hi and bye from afar and not really getting to know them so it's been really good having this chat with you and um, before you go i have one more question If you had any advice to give to any woman who's, you know, either just had a child or not, it might not even have a child, but, you know, a look that they have the same mentality as you that they want to make sure that they stay at home and, and focus on raising their kids. That's their first priority. But they also have this pressure of, you know, finances as well. What advice would you give to them?
1: Definitely find something you can do. On the side, I mean, if you can have that going for you before you have kids, then you're in a better place. You know, I'm starting that up now. Uh, While if you do that before, you'll, you know, you you may be sitting pretty by the time you have kids. So just yeah, having find something to do, whether it's a trade, something you can do from home. Um, Sometimes it may not be what we went to school for. Uh, So just finding different ways of bringing in money, but understanding that even if it is, if you are a mother, that there are seasons and, you know, some may be tighter than others. Um, And you just have to enjoy, enjoy the season you're in as much as possible, because really they go so fast, it becomes a blur. And when you look back, when I look back now to, you know, when Jael was little, or, you know, when we just had Malachi, I'm not really thinking much about the financial struggle we were in. I'm looking back at the memories that I had with them and the moments I spent with them. Um, so just knowing that it is, it's, a sacrifice, but they are seasons and they will pass and learning from them. I mean, I wish I would have taken on board, you know, what my mom said from the very beginning. Um, my story could have probably been different today, but you know, this, this is, this is the horse I'm riding now. So (laughs) I have to make something happen for myself now, but yeah, find something to do. Um, and also just enjoy, enjoy your, you know, enjoy your kids, enjoy the, the time that you have with them. Cause, Cause they, so they grow up so
0: fast. They yeah. really do. It's, yeah. like, even when you, even when you, um, you said, um, Malachi was three, I was just like, when did that even happen? Like, exactly. Yeah. To, bring perspective, so
1: yeah, yeah. to bring perspective to a mom. If, if I wasn't homeschooling right now, I would only technically have one child at home with me and he's even eligible for nursery. So you know even if you say to yourself oh it's going to be a rough first 5 years financially if you are going to send your kids to school just know that it goes really fast and then you can get back to what you were doing or different yeah. ways of making money after yeah um it's a short season it really is and you you'll never look back on these days and say oh man I wish I was at work more and not spend that time with Xavier if anything you may actually look back and say
0: oh I wish I would have spent more time with Xavier yeah yeah I have like literally two more months to figure my to sort myself out basically (laughs) so I'm just riding away from now and just like enjoying our our time together and I'll deal with the big the big elephant once the time comes um but yeah thank you thank you so much for um being on this podcast and thank you all for listening um Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, on um, iTunes, on SoundCloud, and on Podbean. We'll be releasing episodes every week, talking to many different women about different topics. So make sure you stay tuned. And yeah, thank you so much. See you soon. Bye.